Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 56, first episode of 2022. And uh, none other than my homeboy, fucking Benny Eggs. How you doing, bro? Mark, Mark. Hey, good to see you, brother. Thanks for having us on the show today. So, man, it's been a minute. So, 2022, appreciate it, man. Look, first off the off the fucking rank, cab off the rank. First cab off the rank, man. I've had... um. Yeah, let me just adjust that mustache there. You know, I get the, you know, I'm, I'm drinking coffee on the show or whatever. I got to make sure I don't get fucking, you know, get the get it in a beard, all that sort of shit. Yeah, I hear you, brother. You got to look after yourself, man. What are they saying about 2022? It's all about you. That's what they say. <laughs> I think that's. Just, I think just a bunch of selfish people sat around and made that shit up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. the same sort of people that still buy fridge magnets with quotes and shit on them. Yeah, yeah, but they don't give a shit about society. They're just like, yo, it's all about you, man. Focus no. on you. you know? No, dude, they, they only open that fridge so they can get more food to feed themselves. Yeah, self indulgent. Now I'm liking your background, dude. What's where'd you um, get that done at? Yeah, look, bro. Honestly, um, I, I love, like, honestly, I love repping my culture. So anywhere I can do that, I got these from the Northern Territory. Um, it's hard, like, you want to find legit stuff that you know the money goes back into the community. And so you've got to to dig a little bit more into the companies and what they do and how they do it. And when when they're certified, you can see the person, you know that there's the right channels. But, yeah. But on the other hand, like when I'm seeing in like my clients, especially my non-Indigenous clients, and I'm talking to them and they see that as a background, they're like, brah, this dude's so cultural. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it helps them have it. Like, and they're like, I'm having such a cultural experience. Talk about work (laughs) and many many eggs paintings. And they're like, oh man, I'm just having a moment here. Like, and that's how I win business. It's through, it's through just really good advertising in the background, bro. So, yeah. (laughs) Man. Uh, if there's anyone that knows about fucking branding, it's uh, it's yourself. And also, like, if, if anyone's ever noticed any of my social media shit, dude, I can't fucking stop just putting my fucking logo on everything. Nah, man, you have to, brother. You have to. You're like, I'm, I'm going to get a didgeridoo over there. Then I'm going to get some boomerangs across here. And yeah, once yeah. that's in place, these guys are going to walk. Like, I'm even going to press play as they come into the meeting. It'll be just... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And then you just come in like fucking Darth Vader, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> come in with like a cooler miner and I'm smoking. And shit. Yeah, dude, a smoke ceremony. Yeah, just, 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 do a, just do a Zoom smoking ceremony with them and just <laughs> put it on the camera. And they'll be just there. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, all right, we're going to give you the business, Benny. All right, we'll give it to you, you know? That's how I do it, man. That's how I do it. Oh man, I fucking like it, dude. It's like um, you ever seen in um, in Wolf Creek? They actually um, one of the weapons that in Wolf Creek Two, I think, or no, it was the series, the TV series. They put out a TV series for Wolf Creek, dude. Nah, so what they did, man, is they had um, one of the chicks that he was chasing. She meets up with an Aboriginal elder, and he shows her how to use the warmer. 
he wow. just she just comes across him in the bush, dude, and she fucking shows him out shows the chick out a hunt, dude, and she's after fucking Wolf Creek, Mickey Taylor with the fucking Woomera lad. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Like, the, the thing is, dude, as much of a bogan that dude seems like, he, he even knew the name. That's incredible, bro. Yeah. That Woomera. Yeah, yeah, that's what he actually says. In in the series, he's just like, he's like, what are you going to get me with your Woomera? <laughs> Oi, I never met I never met a culturally woke serial killer before, man. So that's that's a plus. I guess we got that in Australia. <laughs> no, even our even our serial killers are culturally woke, man. So whatever. Oh, you can tell it was legit when it ended out ended up on Stan. That Stan is where all the fucking that's where all the Aussie shit goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because Channel Nine owns Stan. Channel Nine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're they're the kings of uh, of of Aussie Aussie, Aussie shit. But honestly, bro, like like Yellowstone is on there. Um, like Godfather of Harlem, mm. there's like heaps of like killer TV series they pick up on that I'm I'm mad into, bro. You know, so get them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, man. I fucking dude. If I if I if I could just get something out on fucking YouTube, I'm happy. So, like, if any anything more than that is is legit. Yeah. Yeah, man. But what what have you been? Uh, what you what you get up to over the Chrissy break? But it was pretty quiet, Chrissy. Um, can't lie, it uh, it was a quiet one. Um, but I enjoyed it, man. I didn't do much like right at work. Um, you know, we we've we've had a bit of success with a couple of TV shows, so we're. Just grinding on that and thinking about things. Um, so, in writing, writing my first one-hour comedy special that I've been writing for like three years now. But um, you know, COVID kind of just went fuck you and your show. Yeah, yeah. And, but now uh, there's so much happened since when I've written that show to this show that I've had to just kind of like update my shit and and you know, rethink a lot of things and, and bring some bring some COVID stuff into it. And, um, you know, uh, we, we're looking at trying to get it filmed up at Parliament House so mm. that it's iconic, you know, kind of... Yeah, yeah. Australia, basically. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The name of the show, this is Australia. But so just writing, writing like a mad fucking writer for that is, is where I'm at. Yeah, that's that's good, man. See, that's the thing. A lot of, a lot of um, time... People will have like material for a show, but it's writing that perfects it, like and rewriting. Writing and rewriting, and and just like this is one thing I felt. Look, I came from Sydney, right, and come to Canberra. Mm. But one thing I felt in Canberra, a lot of comedians didn't do was actually just bounce shit off each other a lot. Mm. Just catch up and fucking shoot the shit on jokes. And I felt like in Sydney there was. There's at least a culture of comedians hanging out after and talking comedy and talking jokes and and stuff like that and, and running shit past each other. Like I felt like there was dudes I could ring up and be like, yo, what do you think of this and that? Mm, mm. And, that and that culture has slowly grew over the years here. But when I first got it, it wasn't there, you know. So yep. like definitely bouncing your shit off other comedians that, that – and not just comedians who are on your same wavelength, but the ones who aren't. You know mm. what I mean? They're the ones that you want. They'll, they'll see gaps in your in your comedy that that you might not see because they think differently. 
than you. So yeah. just shout out, bro. But also writing my first book. Um, it's not an exciting book. It's it's uh, Indigenous Workforce Development. I've been in, in the game for like 20 years. So um, actually just ex- sharing that knowledge to a lot of corporate and companies out there who need to know how to grow their Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander workforce because there's a lot of mandates like KPIs and shit around that. Yep. So, yep. Um, you know, where do, I, where do I go and find black farmers who want to work for us? You know, like yeah. there's a process. So, you know, just... Just write, write, writing men. Yeah, writing men. And I remember um, when you, well, unless you'd come previously to this, but I remember like when you first came to Canberra scene, um, from my memory, be, just before you opened up Young and Frisky, you know, those days. Yeah, I remember yeah. The first time I ever met you, dude, at Phoenix Bar. And I was working yeah. on this new bit, like it was the first time I ever tried it, but I just kind of, you know when you're working on a new bit and you kind of bury it in your set, like you just put like, you, you do a bit of it and if it works, then you'll expand on it. Yeah, gotcha. So I just started this new bit and I remember when I got off stage, I walk, walk up the back, I'm standing next to you and you're like, yeah, that, that's got, that bit you had there had legs and that's how i knew that you were kind of from that environment where you used to like collaborate and like work on bits and shit like that because you um you picked up that obviously i was just trying that bit out and you gave me a bit more like confidence to keep going with it yeah and sometimes you know like, I get stubborn, man. I'll fucking try, like, a joke four or five times and it still doesn't work. I'll just keep going, dude. That's my, that's my, that's my weakness, right? I, and some of the ones that I was stubborn with were some of the fucking worst jokes mm. that time, right? Like, they were, like, Daniel Tosh, Jimmy Carr offensive, and I just had to let them go, you know? Like, yeah. they just couldn't, they couldn't work on me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I always put them on the back burner, you know, just in case. Like, you always have it written down somewhere, you know? Well, like, just, just in case I'm in front of the clan and I'm going to, you know, or just in case I'm in front of a bunch of degenerates who might actually laugh at these jokes. <laughs> Listen, man, I fucking, um, like, my idea of in front of the clan and yours are probably different, man. So, like, I, like if I'm there, I'm probably there to fucking, op- I'm like the opening act or some shit. But, um... Nah, just fucking, dude. I'm, I'm like, just. I got no, um. I got no real. I'm like a hoarder when it comes to jokes, dude. You know that whole fucking like I might fucking use it one day sort of thing. You yeah, never okay. do. Well, actually, I'll tell you now, right. So you got to, you got to understand when I started my comedy career. Like what you could get away with on stage is, is very different to what you can get away with today, right? You just you, you can't. So I like I wrote a lot of jokes. They were hectic, man, and I'm not going to I'm not going to tell them or even give you the categories in which they were, were said. Well, let's just say uh, they're hectic, right? Good. Only one of us is going to get fucking cancelled out of this, then. <laughs> so, so, like years later, like I I, I realised, oh, look, you can't do the joke. So they're on the back burner, on the back burner. This one night, I'm in this venue, I won't say which, and I'm like Sydney or Canberra. This is uh, I won't even say. Oh but, no! Fuck one of those. Perfect. I was like, ah, oh, perfect audience. They're all just degenerate fucking losers. It's going to fly so hard with them. So I ripped out my set, man. I ripped out that uh, that OG kind of fucking no-holds-barred 
Fuck feelings, fuck set, and bro, crushed, man. The, the whole audience was, oh, much my man, like you know, like someone had to say it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, for me, that was it. Like, and you get like, you get like a, a very rare moment in time where that might happen. Yeah, so, yeah. Burner shit does happen. Oh fuck, dude, that's good. Yeah, that happens, man. Like you, I, I kind of have um, I have different sets for different um styles of comedy. You know, you you always gotta. I'm getting to the point now. I've been doing comedy for nearly five, well, for just over four years. You know, I'm 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 rolling up on five, and um, this will be my fifth year. 2022 is my fifth year. Absolutely. And um. And nothing compared to the OGs, you know. I, I had Daniel Towns on the show of, um, last episode. I had Kai on as well. Like, anyone, like, that's been doing it for, you know, 10, 10 plus years, it's fucking, like, you know, that's a five is five is just a baby. But um, you, I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to also write, like, just, a, just a, like a 15-minute clean set just in case, you know, five-minute and a 10-minute and a 15, you know. Bro, bro, the, when I started writing clean, um, my corporate gigs picked up dramatically. Yeah. Right? Because, because, and this is where as a comedian, if you can't adjust, like, just get out the game, like, or just, if, if you're doing it just for fun, cool, do, be you, don't, don't, don't adjust. But if you want to turn this into a business, which I think the majority of comedians who get in the game mm. want, like, want to, to make a business you have to want something out of it bro I'm, I'm i'm like i'm going to corporate gigs and they're anywhere between say 18 and say three three five you know what i mean yeah, yeah. plus mm. you know i've heard dudes charging hell of a more for that mm -hmm. but in 20 minute clean set that's kind of you know you can you get a few once of those a month man that's that's nice that's yeah. a nice call yeah, that's gravy there. Yeah, and and the thing is too, um, I like to think that I'm fairly similar when it comes to like we're, we're um, talking about corporate gigs with like the business mind. It's like yeah, sure, I can do my dirty club set. I can go up to you know like a like a pub and do do a set that's gonna you know make that crowd howl or whatever if I can try you know, but um. I think you you kind of got to also weigh that against you know fucking going out and doing clean doing something that you can get uh, money off, dude. If you do like a, a um you know a sample to score like a TV show or a commercial or something, you want to like be able to send them a clean sample, you know? Yeah, bro. And um, I I know a guy. Uh, I won't I won't say who because I don't want to um uh, put their money out there, but. He, he's he is like a master of ceremony. So he's a, he's an old school comedian. Yeah, he's now master of ceremonies. So he goes and, and companies hire him for the day to to you know do jokes and and transition between the different speakers and mm. you know do the dinner that they have. And but his minimum is twenty five grand a day, and he gets booked for this one gig for four days. Yeah, to be like three days for the the conference. Yeah, shit. Like that's a that's a year's wage, bro. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like, regularly booked out monthly, like for for these types of gigs. So, honestly, like if you are not just have a, because well, this what this what shits me, man. I, I meet comedians who don't know anything about the fucking world they live in. Mm. 
you know, like when you want to get to that level, you actually want to have an idea about like what the fucking world is around you, right? What a what yeah. a stock, what a shit, what 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 a what what's a mortgage, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, and, and the more you have knowledge around that, the more dynamic you are, and and, and what you can say and approach is so politics. Have a fucking idea around politics. Yeah, yeah. Also, have an idea about like um like crowds and all that sort of shit dude I, i've seen people go out and do their same set and they don't adjust they don't do any crowd work you know something might even happen in the crowd and yeah, they yeah. don't even address it you know because they're just so fucking like tunnel vision on what they want to do is their set into like man i've gone out with five minutes worth of shit ready to go at an open mic and someone will fucking say something and you're like man i'm not fucking even gonna touch that set i'm gonna fucking roast this dickhead for fucking five minutes <laughs> and then i'm gonna go get in my car and yell at the windscreen the whole way home because oh, i didn't have more than five minutes to say what i wanted to say yeah, hard, bro, hard. You know, like um, what you're saying there, man, is 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 a hundred percent spot on. Like, like if you if you can't work that crowd, like you're there for them, not for your set. Like you got to you got to like you're there to make love to the crowd. Mm. You know, you're there to them over. You know, like that's your whole thing, right? So I'm, I'm big on crowd work, man. I mean, you know, I know you've seen my set. Like I'm I'm very much about who's in the in the crowd, yeah. what they. Because the more I can make them feel feel like loved in my set and, and draw them into my set, the experience they're going to have is 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 better. You know, the feelings are going to come out of that with like, yeah, man, I fucking love that dude. Yeah, absolutely, you know? dude. Like, what he said, but I fucking love it. Oh you man, know? you fucking so like, how funny is this, man? Before the last, um, so I on the last episode that I had you on. Yeah. It was just before you went to um, do the um, do like a um, guest spot for Deadly Funny ACT. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was the same day. I had you around. You, oh uh, no, sorry, not last time. The time before, so the first time I've had you on twice before. Yeah. Last time I was at my at, at this place. The time before yeah. that, dude, was the first time I ever had you on. We sat down in the couch at my place. We fucking we drove up in your big truck. You know, you fucking like. You, you know, slinging dick, you know what I mean? So um, we get to this, we, we do the podcast, and then that night I went and seen you at the Deadly Funny um, uh, spot. Yeah. Bruz, that fucking crowd work you had on that um, on that fucking set, man, you posted the video, man, that was still some of the funniest fucking crowd work I've ever seen. That was when that lady walked in on you in the, in the wrong bathroom. She walked in the wrong bathroom. Oh, man. It was just before you went on set, dude. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, she was like, she she was in the wrong room. So I'm, I don't know how you could. She was like fifty something, man. I was sitting yeah. in the toilet. Oh, she had grey hair, dog. Like she looked fucking old. She looked like fucking. Yeah. And then I remember doing a joke. I said like, oh, and then I saw how old she is, and then I so I gave her a bit of a look. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I, oh man it's so good you're just like and then you're saying to the husband like yeah hey, look out you're gonna have to be doing your stretch it should be terrible julie gear after this yeah. <laughs> oh man fucking that had me in stitches man I, oh, yeah, I might actually what i'll do is like after the episode i'll put that that clip up yeah man go yeah i'll it. put it up i want people to see it because yeah man um when uh, when whenever I meet somebody that hasn't seen you or um, hasn't met you before, hasn't seen any of your comedy men, 
that is like my go-to thing to tell them that story. Good. It's fucking gold, gold, man. And the thing is, too, you would have had like you know, you were it was a it was a headline set. You would have had your material ready to go, but you can't just forget like that that happened and move on with your material. Can't, man. You can't. You know what I used to do, bro, in Sydney? I used to go to this little joint in Newtown, and it was at the Newtown Hotel up top. I forgot what it was called, but um, Sam Kusjagan and and, uh, and a bunch of other dudes used to run it. That was from that Laugh Mob. Yeah. Fucking awesome, awesome joint, man. But um, I used to go there, and I had an app on my phone yep. which would generate five random words. Yeah, like, right. Just things. Uh, like pencil, you know, uh, toilet bowl, yeah, you know, yeah. just, just random words. I would go up with no set and just like a set out, so I'm a set out, I would generate the five words mm. and then I would go bang, 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 right? And I'm like, oh. fuck it. I'm either going to die or, or, or win. And I would go up on set with these five five words and write, write the jokes right then and there while I'm on, on stage. <laughs> That shit, like, your crowd work, because you have, like, you can't do that on your own in your own head. No. You have to well, How do you feel about pencils? Yeah. And everyone laughs because they're like, oh, this cat's got something mad coming. <laughs> start that for, and I'm like, no, I don't. I'm literally going to fuck all in my head, man. <laughs> I'm hoping this dude comes up with something funny, you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> then forget, like, remember you went from your pencil license to, like, your pen license? <laughs> yeah. you, know? you got shit like that? Uh, you remember how smart ass you were when you got that shit? You're looking at all your friends are still on their pencils. Like, bitch, please. Bro, when I was in fucking school, I had this kid, he couldn't get his fucking pen license. He, like, he tried like four or five times, just could not fucking get it. He was just, he just couldn't write properly, whatever. So, you know what he did? He, he took his dad's truck license, <laughs> and he brought it into school. And whenever someone would fucking give him shit about it, he'd go, yeah, well, how are you going to drive your fucking pen around? i got a fucking truck license, Kenworth. <laughs> and, um, man, he used to just give him shit. His old man was like a removalist or some shit. And I'm just like, dude. And from what I understand, I think he just ended up driving trucks when he left school anyway, so it didn't fucking matter. That's funny, man. That's funny. That's funny, funny yeah, that's funny, bro. Don't do it School days is the shit. I get so much material for when I think about school days, you know? Yeah, man. Like, fucking... So you just connect, like you connect these objects, right? And I used to practice this, um, uh, this, this, this technique, you know, about how do I, what do I think, feel, love, hate, you know, like all of these things about that object. Yeah. And write it, and then do it in my head, and then so that helped prep me to like random shit and doing like improv comedy. And so that improv comedy is a must. That will teach you when to pull the set down, pull the set in, pull mm. the set back, and keep like loving on the crowd, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's an experience, man, that you take people on. So. Oh, fuck. I, I love crowd work, dude. I know. So we were talking – you're talking about random words. Um, Kai had the, the joke bucket um, event, um, uh, like, oh, really? before lockdown, and you had to do that. You literally pull a word out of the joke bucket, and you, like, you write a set around that. Man, I, I got a video of mine. I got two words, and I managed to get a good set um, out of it. But um, – I think it's just because how I work, man. I go on tangents in my mind anyway. Now I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, you're, you're, when you took over the basement and you started like you were just throwing in the fire, man, like that. Your fucking crowd work and the way you relate like crushes, man. Oh fuck like, yeah, dude. Honestly, bro, there's something about just just 
take it, and, and you just got to fucking make these motherfuckers laugh, man. That, mm. that puts pressure on you, but then when your mind is tailored to that, like, mm. all comes out, man. That, that, that's what I see with you, bro. Oh, thanks, bro. Well, fucking advice that I've gotten from the OGs, like, guys like you have told me, like, yeah, that was good, or, like, work on this, or whatever, you know, that sort of shit. That's what gets me good, like, because I hear, like... People that are willing to share advice is what makes me better. Some people, like, they don't want to give advice because they don't want other people to fucking succeed. Like, it, mm. they, they, like, sometimes get, like, um, like a little bit um, sort of, uh, I don't know, not willing to share shit. Well, I hate that shit. But listen, listen, even if this is my mentality around that, right, even if you was fucking, like, Steve Jobs. Mm. There's still a Samsung, bitch. You ain't so fucking awesome that you've caught the mark of me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Like, when people act like that, I'm saying, bitch, please, you know what I mean? Like, even Steve Jobs has a Samsung, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not that fucking great, man, that you're going to call it a mark of mm. how Shit is, man. Like, oh chill. fuck, dude! That's yeah, that is legit though. You're right. Like, there's always there's always a bigger fish, like they say. Um, but yeah, man, I fucking oh, no, I appreciate that, dude. I I got a couple crowd work videos I'm working on, so um, I'll put one out at the end of January, um, and then I, I got one a month for six months. So I got six crowd work videos that I've been um, recording over the last twelve months. And uh, finally got six put together now, so I'm just going to um, release them one a month, just a video for, for online. Because I don't like burning material, you know? You don't want to put up, like, a bit online if yeah, you like, want to do it again, you know? I tell people, because people are like, oh, where do I find this stuff online? I said, listen, you got to think about stand-up comedy being the reverse of, like, most artists out there. Music and all that sort of shit. Most artists out there, like, here's my shit, here's my shit, get it out there, get it mm. out there. All stand-up comedians are doing is protecting their shit. Mm, like, mm. these are my jokes. You'll get it. But when you got to pay for it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Very opposite. It's it's a one-time use most of the time. Like, I know there's some albums you just put on, like, over and over again. Um, but, like, for the most most part, like, I was actually, because I do a metal podcast, and I'm actually going to release one of my metal episodes as, like, a crossover on my comedy one, because I, I had a really good band on, um, yeah, nice. on recently. But I was talking to that artist that i had on and he was because we're comparing comedy and metal or music in general and he was saying man if you put out an album people will like a song and they fucking request it they're like i want to hear that you know i want to yeah. hear that song but if people like have seen you do comedy before and they come to another show and you do the same fucking set they're going to be pissed off they but like with music if they see the same song again they'll be like yeah that's fucking good like i want i want to hear it so yeah, it's man. it's it's hard. You got to keep it fucking fresh, man. Hard, hard, hard. Yeah, brother. Um, sorry, man. I just checking. Yeah, oh, it's all good, man. I know you fucking. You're... I was on my phone. I sent my son up to my parents today, making sure like everything's all oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Then, bro. So he's at that age where I can just kick this motherfucker out of the house and go. <laughs> your grandparents for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Bro, like right now, I'm doing this in my underwear. Yeah. That's how far. That's how loose I am right oh, now. Oh, that, that's that's what you fucking need, man. There's no point in wearing anything up the top. Like I, I, I like it, man. It's like you get to batch for a little bit, man. Your kids getting older. Ah, uh, right. Hard. Uh, I got me. It's just me and my pug. 
pretty bags and we chill it, man. That's it. Yeah, I fucking I like it, man. You 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 definitely setting goals there for fucking uh, for being a parent, man. Like all jokes aside, you're actually the shit that I see online with you, man, uh, and, and your boy. That's it's just such a fucking uh, yeah. It's good to see that kind of relationship, dude. Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. I seen your fucking, I seen your, I seen your handiwork on the e scooter. Oh, bro! <laughs> I tried to show my my kid, man, like how to slide the back end out if you hit the back brakes. Yeah. And I just came back from a, a Chinese massage, man, to, to correct all my shit up. Yeah. Because when I came off that e scooter, man, I think I saw like. My light flashed like a little bit of my light flashed before me. <laughs> like it's not like a whole heap, but it's just like a little bit, like like maybe like one or two things I did right. And then I threw me. Oh man, oh, it hurt. Dude, so I had love man from the from the local from the local massage. Oh, it's that jarring thing, man. Like I said, we we you know you when you start getting on in the years, that fucking shit don't bounce back. Like, I'm 110, bro. Yeah. Like, imagine coming down like that, I'm 110. You Fuck, know man. I mean? I'm knocking on the door of 100, man, and um, it's fucking, it's scary. My ancestors were fucking, brah, chill, man. Like, my ancestors were like, chill, brah, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, Oi. so, um, I actually did see one of your skate videos, too. You did, like, a little fucking skate video, too. Oh, you little tic-tac-toe, you know? Yeah, you fucking... Yeah. Yeah, showing show, show everyone up. Fuck, man. Yeah. Like I said, I love following your socials, man. You fucking doing the running and all that sort of shit. I showed my girl that one of you fucking ordering your brekkie, ro brekkie roll, bro. Oh, yeah, fuck. my new trainer, I got a fucking Clifton's, man. I'll run down. <laughs> run down there. Yeah, big breakfast, thanks, and then eat that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Fucking check him out, man. But we'll we'll um we'll wrap it with that, brother. I'll um I'll fucking give you give you some some time now to chill without you with with, with you with your pug and shit, man. But I fucking um yeah. Have a, have a good fucking time, man. Thanks everyone for listening. So this one will come out like um this one comes out on the on the third. So fucking um yeah. Get on that. Um, there's a um, ticket links on Oztix, but fucking all my socials have links in the bio and all that sort of stuff. We've got fucking headliner Dane Simpson um, fucking coming through, ripping it up. Funny motherfucker. Killer funny, man. Killer funny. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. I mean, give everyone a shout out for your, for your shit. Where can I find you? Benny, Benny Egnalese Comedy. At Benny Egnalee's Comedy, man. That's where you can find me on Insta. So just get on Insta, IG. Yeah. That's my main source, man. I, I don't look – I tried Twitter. I tried Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat's um, B-Bombastic. B yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, you, know, you know, it's around Shaggy when Shaggy was hot, but also yeah. it's a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's my fucking uh, – I should do a book, but be bombastic you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucking funny bastard man i'll um yeah but but we'll, we'll be hanging out man i'm fucking keen keen to shoot the shit with you fucking get some comedy done and um yeah i hope everyone um kicks off their their year to the right start and man did you see i got this fucking cup man brother oh man do the dude, 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 yes get that 
do you do you do you special guest gift? Because I'm I'm down for a man. I'll pay for my own one. Dude, I'll fucking look at this shit, bros. Look at her fucking shirt. I'm fucking around. I got it on everything, brother. You're a merch king, mate. <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up, bro. I'll hook you up. Bad love, bro. Mad love. Hey, thanks for having us on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, thank, thanks, brother. And uh, yeah, see Just everyone at the gig. Yeah, right, big time. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shame for shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blow it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me 10 bucks. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you might be on, hey, you good? Yeah. Good stuff, eh? Hey? Good story. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello again. How are you? I walk in that toilet there, eh? Hey? Just threw it out on the urinal there, like this. Miss Bunny, that's our Bunny Alani. You walk out of the toilet there behind me, eh? Hey? I don't know what to do, eh? Hey? Our boy just froze up the Hey. <laughs> And then I saw how old you were there, and I thought, yeah, I'll give you a little look there. Oh, hey! I'll take that little man there, go on. You can have it for free, go on. Now run along there, I'll give you a week there. Nah, nah, because we're generous like that.